Why would anyone be in favor of a Palestinian state? Hi, this is David Billington with the Bible in the News. Today, according to Israel National News, some 30 mortar shells and rockets were fired from Gaza into Israel. There have been a daily stream of rockets falling on Israel from Gaza ever since Israel pulled out of there two years ago. They are indiscriminately fired at Israeli towns and kibbutzim, hitting businesses, homes, and schools. Before the pullout, the Israeli government's mantra was that after we leave Gaza, we will have a free hand to severely respond to any attack with world support. The reality today is that the Israeli government is impotent to respond to any of these attacks. The rocket launchers are simple to manufacture and easy to move from place to place. A terrorist crew in a pickup truck can unload the launcher, fire some rockets, and disappear into a population center before the Israel Defense Force can respond. If they fire shells back, they land in empty fields or could easily end up hitting civilians, in which case there is an international outcry. A pinpoint attack from a helicopter is difficult as the crews are extremely hard to track down, there is a danger of hitting civilians, and the laser-guided missiles cost thousands of dollars each. To send in ground forces is pointless. Sending them into Palestinian civilian areas, which, are, which double as terrorist nests with snipers and booby traps, is highly dangerous and of very little profit. The Palestinians in Gaza have now imported many more weapons, and the anti-tank weapons, etc., that they may possess could be devastating to the Israeli troops. There are few worthwhile objectives or definable goals fighting a hidden enemy such as this. Israel could cut off the water or electricity, which they still supply to the Gaza Strip in response. However, there would be such an international outcry that they haven't dared. Meanwhile, the rockets fall on Israel unabated with no international outcry whatsoever. Whether it has been Hamas or Fatah in control of the Gaza Strip has made no difference as to the rocket attacks. The pullout from Gaza has been a complete disaster for Israel. They have received nothing in return for destroying countless Jewish homes, synagogues, and study centers. All they received is a forgotten promise from President Bush, who will soon be gone, that they could hang on to major settlement blocks in the West Bank. They have given up control of the border crossing between Gaza and Egypt, which has become a major weapon smuggling route, and a dangerous terror entity has been created on their doorstep. So what logical person would want to repeat the same process in the strategic highlands of the West Bank? Why would the Israeli government push for a Palestinian state in these areas? Just this week, Israel's foreign minister, Sipi Livni, stated that Israel is committed to establishing Palestine. What on earth are these people thinking? One of the great signs of our times is recorded in Revelation 16, 13, and 14. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth into the unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. The ten-horned dragon is a symbol used in Revelation 12 verse 3 to symbolize the pagan Roman Empire, as it is very, it is very close to the ten-horned dreadful and terrible Roman fourth beast of Daniel chapter 7. 
in revelation twelve seventeen the dragon loses its red quality after the empire's change from paganism to christianity the sea beast of revelation thirteen verses one and two receives power and the seat of the dragon the sea beast represents the western part of the roman empire with its seat in rome meanwhile the dragon makes his seat in constantinople and becomes the byzantine or eastern roman empire later when the byzantine empire falls the seat of the empire will be moved north to moscow the false prophet is a symbol depicting the catholic church after she lost her temporal power and the image of the beast was no longer a fitting symbol this was a result of the fifth vial being poured out on the seat of the beast these judgments were brought about by napoleon after losing his temporal power the pope declared himself infallible in 1870 and became the false prophet it is helpful to notice in revelation 1920 that the false prophet is with the beast he performs miracles before him and continues the work of deception to the populations of the beast's realm in other words the false prophet has a very cozy relationship with the latter-day form of the holy roman empire or european union the relationship becomes even cozier as we finish reading the verse when they are both cast alive into a symbolic lake of fire they exist together in political life and are judged together to summarize the unclean spirits come from the mouth of the european union russia and the papacy what are these unclean spirits a spirit in this sense is a teaching take for example 1 john 4 verse 1 beloved believe not every spirit but try the spirits whether they are of god because many false prophets are gone out into the world these spirit teachings are not only coming from a religious sphere but also from political powers they are then unclean political religious policies which gather the nations to armageddon at the time of the exodus there was a great plague of frogs when it came upon egypt the pharaoh promised liberty to the children of israel exodus 4 verse 8 then pharaoh called for moses and aaron and said entreat the lord that he may take away the frogs from me and from my people and i will let the people go that they may do sacrifice unto the lord moses appeals to yahweh and the frogs are removed and the lord did according to the word of moses and the frogs died out of the houses out of the villages and out of the fields and they gathered them together upon heaps and the land stank but when pharaoh saw that there was respite he hardened his heart and hearkened not unto them as the lord had said the frogs make the land unclean and cause it to stink and the promise of liberty turns out to be a false promise kind of sounds like the pullout from gaza doesn't it well we'll get there in a minute the frog-like teachings originate from the free men of europe the franks who used the frog as their symbol i understand the frog is very prolific in france and makes his voice heard through incessant croaking while the teaching upon which our whole modern society is based comes from the french revolution the cry of liberty equality fraternity not just the rights of man but also the rights of nations and the right for ethnic groups to have self-determination 
It was from the French Revolution that the Jew had freedom. However, it was a false promise of freedom. For under a century and a half later, the whole of Europe stank and was unclean as they perpetrated the slaughter of six million Jewish men, women, and children. Today, this spirit issues from the European Union, Russia, and the Catholic Church. The Vatican has adopted the cry of the French Revolution and now champions the rights of man and the rights of self-determination for some peoples, depending if it suits them or not. Now, all these three have decided to champion the rights of the Palestinians. It has been smoke in the nose of the Vatican since 1967 for the Jews to have possession of the holy city Jerusalem. In their theology, they are the kingdom of God on earth, the Holy Roman Empire. For the Jews to have Jerusalem is a challenge to this claim. They are the true Israel. Listen to this quote from Osservatore Romano, the official Vatican newspaper, on May 14, 1948. Modern Zionism is not the true heir of biblical Israel, but a secular state. Therefore, the Holy Land and its sacred sites belong to Christianity, the true Israel. End quote. Now listen to what one of Israel's most prominent rabbis, actually a re religious Zionist, Tzvi Yehuda HaKohen Cook, wrote in his book Torah Eretz Israel, referring to the establishment of the State of Israel in 1948. When the flag of the State of Israel was raised, all of the Vatican's doctrines of the outcast, miserable Jews collapsed. We returned to our land, and it became clear that the Eternal One of Israel will not lie. End quote. It is within the Church's theological interest to see Israel and the Jews out of Jerusalem, and the whole land for that matter. So why not champion the rights of the Palestinian people? In this way, a worldwide consortium against Israel has been created. The humanists, anti-Semites, and the papists are willing to cooperate in the championing of the rights of the so-called Palestinian people and the downfall of the state of Israel. The left-wing humanists in Israel also often champion the Palestinians as well. Many in the Israeli government whose minds have been affected by the unclean spirit also back the creation of Palestine, such as Sipi Livni and Ehud Olmert. If this worldwide consortium is so bent on Israel's destruction today, what will it be like when the Jews are educated in the way of truth, with teachers behind them saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, Isaiah 30, verse 21, and the land begins to be cleansed from the shrines of apostate Christianity? This will no doubt send the frogs into violent activity. If Christ remains away, we will see you here next week, God willing, at www.bibleinthenews.com.